Now, I'm going to go to two gentlemen who know their way around this material. One is Mark Ty, the other is Eamon Dunphy. Uh, Mark Ty of the Sunday Times, in a funny way, this is all your fault, isn't it? <laughs> I love, uh, well, look, I think the uh, person who's at fault really has to be John Delaney. Um, you know, he presided over the FAI for 15 years as both uh, chief executive and uh, director, and he he ruled the, the association with an iron fist and, you know, any, any dissension or questions about how he was running the FAI was met with, you know, either a, a legal letter or if you were asking from inter- internal to the association, you're ostracised. Like people like Paul Cook, who's now the executive lead, when he asked questions about the FAI's finances and he went on prime time, you know, the FAI came down on them like a ton of bricks and we're seeing the consequences now of that lack of transparency in the FAI and the lack of people who would uh, stand up to him. Uh, be, I mean, he was the great white hope at one stage, you know. Uh, he was going to do the devil and all, and there was a lot of confidence in him. Eamon, you, you bought into that at the beginning. Yes, I, I did, Marion. Um, I thought he had a vision, uh, for example, uh, the Aviva Stadium, to share that with the IRFU. Um, Seemed like a brilliant idea. Yes, it did, because Daly Mount Park was, while it's a wonderful, uh, revered, uh, iconic venue, it was very shabby and wasn't suitable. So I thought I, was, I approved of that. I approved of um, his agreement with Dennis O'Brien, which allowed the FAI to pay uh, Giovanni Trapattoni 1.8 million a year and bring Marco Tardelli, Lane Brady. Uh, very expensive, maybe the best play, paid coach in Europe. Then he got Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane, who both, uh, I think the accounts revealed yesterday, were paid uh, two million when their uh, contracts were sev- uh, were cut broken. off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did buy into it, um, and I'm afraid I was wrong. Um, I blame myself to some extent, um, but it, it took. Um, a, a really outstanding reporter, Mark, and a strong newspaper, the Sunday Times. Because when Mark got his original story, uh, Delaney injuncted the Sunday Times, and it went down to the wire late on Saturday night before the judge um, ruled in the Sunday Times' favour. Right. Favor. Only for there was a newspaper, a journalist who was good, top class, and a newspaper with real resolve. We wouldn't know any of this. Uh, and that's an indictment of all of our newspapers and our sports writers, and that includes me. OK, well, fair enough, uh, Eamon. Let me go back to you, Mark. I mean, I know you can only tell us so much about how you got your material, but how did you know this all arose from a loan that John Delaney gave to the FAI, which always struck me as ironic because usually people get turfed out if they've taken money, not if they've given money. And how did you find all of that out? Well, we got we got a tip off um, um, that Delaney had had this transaction with the FAI, and you know immediately we went to the FAI and John Delaney and started asking questions. You know why wasn't this declared in your books? The, the what 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 set my alarm bells off was that John Delaney had said, you know, we've ten years of profits in the FAI. You know we're we're financially solid, so it just didn't make sense 
for a chief executive in that position to be effectively bailing out his own organisation. And when he failed with that High Court injunction on St. Patrick's weekend, um, you know, the, the floodgates effectively opened. Um, whistleblowers, numerous whistleblowers um, came forward and, and, or, and spoke with me. And, you know, that started a, a deluge of stories, you know, where we, we revealed in the Sunday Times kind of the, some of these transactions now that have resulted in a 2.7 million euro uh, settlement proposal between the FAI and Revenue. So these are things like um, the fact that the FAI was paying 3,000 euro a month on top of this salary for John Delaney's rent, the fact that he had spent 40,000 euro on his personal FAI credit card over six months, the fact that they were paying for luxury hotels in Dubai and New York City at a cost of 8,000 euro a pop. Um, you know, other details then, you know, that there was payments to John Delaney's ex-girlfriend in the region of 60,000 euro from the FAI, money that she denies ever getting. Uh, the Sun newspaper broke the story about the uh, golden handcuffs arrangement, this extraordinary deal that puts uh, an extra 3 million euro um, onto the FAI's um, account. So, you know, all these things at a time when John Delaney was, you know, one of the best paid chief executives in, fo- in world football, and, and but normal staff uh, had been getting pay cuts. And, and you can see, you know, that this started an Office of Director for Corporate Enforcement investigation, a revenue investigation, now a Garda investigation, and it's left the FBI in a deep, deep hole. Um, the other thing is, you know, he seems to have been very well respected in international circles. Well, yeah, Alexander Seferin, the UEFA um, chief executive, was uh, among the delegation that came over to John Delaney's 50th birthday party in Mount Juliet in 2017. Um, and he was John Delaney was elected in that year to the Exco, the uh, the executive decision making body in UEFA. So, and he was the second, he was second in the the election that was held. Um, he beaten some very well known uh, ex footballers and uh, you know chief executives to that position and. And in fact, that's that's one position that he retains to this moment. He's still on the UEFA Exco, although he's not invited to any of their meetings. And uh, I, I don't think he's been given any official uh, functions or roles uh, since these stories broke. The question is, where does the FAI go now? Like, uh, uh, it's not an awful lot of people that will be looking to buy it, I would imagine. Um, uh, the, the stadium... What, what what do you think, um, Eamon? Well, there's one thing point I would like to make. Nobody will buy it um, because there's nothing to, to there's no asset. Um, I just point out the auditors, uh, and this is where Mark and the Sunday Times did such a great job. But, but to the, most of the rest of us, the accounts for 2016 um, showed a profit of 2.34 million. Yeah. Uh, in fact. Uh, that year, there was a surplus of 60,000. But in 2017, uh, the books and the, the accounts showed a profit of 2.75 million. When that was looked at forensically, it showed that they actually made a loss of 2.8 million. So that's 5.61 million in in two years. So... Who was auditing the books? Well, I think it was Deloitte and I think that they've expressed reservations about any future involvement in it. Um, I yeah, don't know why we that might to be. Go on. Yes. I mean, there's 200 people employed by the FAI. They're going to lose their jobs, a lot of those people. And um, they uh, there's clubs and, and schoolboy clubs, junior clubs, uh, 
all over this country who depend on money from the FBI. I'm sorry to d- deflect it, but it, it, how can auditors absolve themselves from uh, responsibility for the lies that we were told. Well, we can't use the word lie, as you well know, but it would well, it would appear that there were discrepancies and we can only go on the figures uh, that we have and I presume they can only operate on the figures that they're given. Well, the point I'm making is about how you ask a question implicitly, how did he get away with it for so long? The reason he got away with it for so long is that it was just a bottle of smoke. Tell me in terms, how many coaches are there? How do they operate? I mean, you were writing this morning and saying that Stephen Kenny is dealing with a very good bunch of players and that they came through the system. Look, voluntary um, work by people who are out now this moment with kids and schoolboy football uh, in particular, youth football, they're all volunteers. They do it because they love the game, they love their community, and they provide for young people, men and young girls, boys and girls who are playing soccer now. This is all volunteerism. And imagine, the, the, you know, what their morale must be like this morning, which is why we have to really get to the bottom of this. And Mark uh, said it a moment ago, uh, the, the minister has sent the um, report uh, to a report to the guards. This is not over. Well, I, suppo- I suppose it can hardly get any worse, really. Uh, Mark, do you know what morale is like out in Abbottstown? It's 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 very low, Marion. Like uh, we, we were out there for several hours yesterday, you know, and it, it, there, there was a lot of false starts and and, and getting these uh, accounts out, and we were only actually given them after the press conference started, which wasn't great because you won't be able to read things and formulate questions. Yeah. But it's not ideal, you know. And um, yeah, there was a meeting. Um, I heard there was a meeting between the board um, and the staff after the, the the press conference, and the board were given a lot harder time by the the staff. Were just feeling extremely frustrated and let down by by, by the, the old board and, and 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 some senior managers as well. Has to be said. Um, there's just fear there because they were told there, be, there will be consequences. But and we're coming up to Christmas now, and they don't know what these consequences are. But you know, they're fearing the worst. That there'll be job cuts. Scary. And, like, yeah. Like like Eamon said, like you know, the three pulled out uh, or announced they were pulling out as uh, the headline sponsor for the FAI. But this is having a, a downward effect on a lot of football clubs. I, I was talking to people in Galway, and they're saying, you know, they're going around looking for sponsorship as well for their local football teams, kids' football teams, and it, it is having that downward effect. You know, that people don't want to be associated with football at the moment because of the all the scandal that's going on. It's, it's you know, it's not you know, commercially attractive for for many. How many, uh, when, when the Genesis report was done, how much of the Genesis report was actually implemented? And at the time, I remember there was a huge number of people on the board. Uh, how did all that change? I think it's a much tighter board now. Well, yeah, it reduced it reduced time, but like one of the key key recommendations was you know would there be two independent uh, board members on the FAI, and unfortunately that never happened. You know, I, I don't think 
I don't personally I don't think John Delaney wanted that external kind of overview. He he wanted football people, football people that he could influence and control on the board and, and you know, the board was largely beholden to him and unfortunately now since July we've had the recommendation that we'd now be four independent directors and this is a big issue. They still haven't managed to get those four independent directors yeah, to be a chairperson. I mean, well, I think a lot of people would want to go in there and say, look, yeah, they are at rock bottom. You know, if, if you come in there now, you, you can't do any worse. You can go in and clear clear shop, you know. So I know a lot of people in, in corporate Ireland who will be keen to roll right. the sleeves and yeah. get stuck in. Um, so I think they need to just, uh, if, if if there is a standoff at the moment that people want to see internal reports and they're not allowed to see them, this COSI report in particular that's gone to the guards, I think there would be other people that would jump in there and say, look, I'll, I'll take this on and, and let's try to save Irish football. Right, okay. Well, I hope whoever they are that they can and that they will and that they do. Um, But we will leave it there for the moment. Many thanks to Mark Ty and thank you also to Eamon Dunphy and we'll take a break.